we were at TJ Maxx, I don't know, weeks ago, right? And uh, in, in, a, in a can was novelty underwear, boxers, um, boxer briefs. Uh-huh. And it was lime green with the Pringles guy logo. Okay. And my daughter found them. And she went, Daddy, these are funny. <laughs> Not knowing that they're underwear. And my wife giggles, and I go, I'm going to buy them, man. It's five bucks, TJ Maxx. And Jane says, you can't buy those. And I said, why? She goes, because they're ridiculous. I go, I'm a ridiculous person, Gina. Hello, and thank you very much for downloading this most recent episode of Movie Guys Podcast. You can download many more episodes at movieguyspodcast.podbean.com. We're back, meaning with the world of John Wick. It was like three years ago, four years ago, when we reviewed Parabellum. And now we're back with John Wick 4. We go from killing a dog to the fourth movie. Eric, how the hell are you doing? I am excited to talk about this question mark. I think it's... it's you are. I don't know how I feel about it. Tell me, convince me otherwise. Are there, are there people who are, are like hardcore John Wick fans? Because at this point, chapter four, it just seems... like Here's the thing. It's a fun movie. I had fun watching this mm-hmm. movie. Donnie Yen mm-hmm. is amazing in this movie. But it is just getting to the point where, like... <laughs> can we just talk about it now? Should we just start bringing up the nightclub scene, Jordan? The, the oh, hell? yeah. I, where he people are just killing, dropping bodies so commonly mm-hmm. now that... The, the nightclub, the banging nightclub just dances around it. And it's just like, oh, yeah, who cares? Yeah. Don't worry about it. Axe yeah, killings. The guy, yeah. We're the guy who's not the penguin who is the penguin that is the penguin. Yeah, that's just, yeah, Scott Adkins. The bad guy. Yeah, I was like, that guy's straight Colin Farrell penguin right there. Is that who they're channeling? That's you? funny. Um, but uh, but it, it it's getting ridiculous as fun as it is as fun as is we go in here and, and we have a good time mm-hmm. right just because we know what we're getting into at the other part it's just and then john wick is he superhuman answer me this jordan yes. is he superhuman yeah yeah oh yeah oh, all right then i mean isn't john mcclain this is one thing that i was thinking about to prepare for this review um if we if in in a world right where uh, there was podcast in the uh, 80s, and it was two dudes like us, and we reviewed this movie out of nowhere called Die Hard, which is a great movie, right? A simple, easy story movie. Do you think by Die Hard with a Vengeance, you and I would be starting to get a little, you know, cross arm and be like, okay, that's it, right? There's no more after Samuel Jackson. Oh, there's another one where he finds a jet. That's ridiculous. You know, like what I'm trying to say is like, is like is John Wick no different than your than your Sly and Stallone and McLean movies, right? I mean, that's what this is. This is pure. I'm not saying to finish my thought. I'm sorry. What I'm trying to say is that I'm not comparing or saying that John Wick is Die Hard. They're not stealing from that at all. I'm just saying this is the new Die Hard of the millennium, if you will. <laughs> it's it's excessive. It it really is the way that. Uh... Die Hard. John Wick can just, got that way. can just act horribly in every line delivery. It's just so bad. It's comical. And this the thing is that I'm having a good time with it because of how well the action scenes are. It, and obviously they made a name for themselves by doing these action sequences. 
they are so awesome. These I realistic I, too. I want to hate on the movie so bad for for so many other reasons, but then these action sequences come back, and you're just like, oh well, whatever, man. That thing was pretty cool. <laughs> Yeah, going up this, going up the flight of stairs in a hill for half an hour to get to the, the duel. The long action sequences where it just keeps on going. I don't even care that the gun shot like thirty-five times. No, yeah, this is. But again, though, he is reloading. Different than the movies of the eighties. Look, I went back. Okay, so I watched. I watched uh, John Wick Four to prepare for this. Well, sorry, I watched John Wick Four. And then I was like, okay, so this movie starts with Lawrence Fishburne acting crazy. And then it goes into the desert. So what did I miss in part three? I haven't seen part three since we reviewed it. What did I miss? Yeah. So I go back and watch part three. We miss nothing. He kills the bad guy (laughs) in three. Because I'm thinking the movie's going to end with him going, now I'm going to go to Egypt. And then, you know. Boom, boom, black screen, and then wait for part four. That's what I'm thinking, right? No, no, no. It ends, he kills the bad guy. So it's like, oh, it's just this standalone. Okay, that's fine. I can't complain. Bond does that a lot, and I'm a Bond fan, so okay, let's go with it. Um, When does Lawrence Fishburne in his contract decide uh, that I'm not going to be serious anymore? I'm just going to be crazy. Did that happen with Predators? Because he hasn't been the same since. Yeah, you know what? I'm going to look that up because that's a good question. Right around the time his daughter went into porn, right? Oh, my God, that's legit. I thought that was, oh, okay. <laughs> I got to I gotta search that. <laughs> it's it's not as interesting as you think it is, but it, it's kind of like the same thing of like Denise Richards' uh, daughter doing the same thing. Gotcha. We're sidetracking, we're side no, but... Yeah, we are. No, it's just... He, it, well, it, it makes me mad. He's always been silly, right? Cowboy Curtis. Yeah, but I, but here's the thing. I know him more as the uh, the uh, kindly nurse in uh, Nightmare 3 Dream Warriors, or Morpheus. Right? That's what you know him as. He's this philosophical, bald black man. This well, craziness that he's playing is crazy. Yeah, I was going to think maybe around the mid-2000s. Oh, he was in Fantastic Four. He was the voice of the Silver Surfer. Uh, Armored, yeah. remember that movie? He, then he did all, all the mm-hmm. CSIs. Uh, oh, yeah, it's Predators. His right history. Around, right, yeah. Predators, where he's by himself. He's lived on the world for so many cycles, and he talks to himself, and he has a Wilson. You know, it's kind of, you know, a, you scroll down, and you just see that this guy's been... He's been doing a lot. He's been doing a lot, you know. And then he seems to be on a hot streak. And then, and then you know, the divorce happened. Then the, you know, then the the taxes started to come back in. You know, the the accountant stole the money, and you could see he started to take these roles where he's just getting a paycheck here. Everybody sees your daughter's boobs. It's a bad day. <laughs> exactly. All right. Ooh, so we're talking about Lawrence. Right, he was Perry White. So Lawrence Fishburne's not a part of this movie. He's in the first five seconds, literally. And then we get John Wick hunting and killing some guy literally on a throne in the middle of a desert on a cliff. Yeah. Yeah. I, that's I'm that's serious. That, that's what happens. Yeah. No, I, I – and here's the thing, too, is that I did not uh, do my research for John Wick 1, 2, or 3. 
I, I, I remember watching those movies, but I remember them basically just kind of being you, you, just him going up the ladder, just him leveling up, right? Just Yeah, because the third one ends with him killing, allegedly killing the biggest of the bad. Turns out that's not true, but, you know. Yeah, this organization just keeps on getting bigger and bigger, and he just keeps on going up the, the chain, killing the next person's boss. Which now we get the big bad in this one is Bill Skarsgård, still coming off of Pennywise hype. Are you over Bill Skarsgård? Because I'm starting to. No, I like him. We saw him in Barbarian. Right. I know. But I, no, I, listen, all those Skarsgårds are, are doing great. Okay, so I will argue that I don't think he's been great since It and Barbarian. I'm seeing him in a few movies in between. Kind of like Rami Malek, where it's like he was great in Bohemian Rhapsody, and he was really, really fun as Dr. No, don't fight with me. He was Dr. No in the last Bond movie. Other than that, it stinks. Um, Skarsgård, he was fun in this one. Um, it was it was cool to see him. Actually, I really liked. I will always know him as uh, um, Zed, the drill instructor from Starship Troopers. He was a bad guy in this one too. Oh, Clancy Brown. Yeah, Clancy Brown's my dude. If we could interview that guy, I would be happy. He's got such a good voice. Oh, he's amazing. So John Wick kills throne guy in Egypt. The elder and, or something? Or? Yeah, he goes back to Manhattan. And, of course, this organization has has this hotel. I like this rule. This is a cool rule with this secret assassin organization throughout the world. In every major city, I'm assuming, there's this one hotel where all the assassins can go to. And they have one rule there, which is you cannot kill or do business in the hotel. Right. <laughs> They say that rule in all four John Wick movies, but nobody follows that effing rule in the John Wick movies. <laughs> yeah, it is quite dumb how <laughs> that happens. Let's go against that rule, and everyone's everyone's strapped. Everyone's got guns or swords or explosives, or it's it's it, just every time it's. They are nice hotels, though. And that would be... Imagine just being a casual. Just trying to be on vacation. Just walk through, you know. and Just being like, oh, you know, this guy has really good reviews. We wonder if we can right. stay here for our, for the weekend. We're on our honeymoon. And, uh, well, and then suddenly just the gunfight. Right? Just, yeah, dogs start, start yeah. Kind of attacking people. And just mm -hmm. like, oh, just like that brochure. No, I don't think it's open to the public. I just, I just find it ridiculous that I mean they made that very clear in all these movies. More like more of the first one. It's like, oh my god, like you can't. I, I, I will say too because I don't know if I'm ever getting an opportunity to say it again, Eric. I really like the first one the most out of all of them. I'm like really? the first one's a large bag. Yeah, the, the first one's really good. Yeah, because I, it's simple and it's to the point. I would agree with that completely, Jordan. Yeah, uh, this it gets to a point where this organization the table it feels like they're just making up rules on the fly now it, they are they are yeah, it's it terrible. Feels like, well as per the code it's just like what, what how do you 
What code, you know, the code that has been around for thousands of years that's only been activated once. We're going to do it. We have a ritual. You all know it, of course, because it was done that one time 500 years ago. It's just like, what is going on here? What code? And everyone has signed on to this? Also, you have helpers? You have helpers around here? Like, are they union? I, I, they're cleaning up dead bodies. They have to clean up this dead body. There's so many dead bodies everywhere. And so it, many. Yeah. I, I, this is like these helpers, are they like have to chat, right? I've seen down below, or below deck, excuse me. I, <laughs> I, I, I know that they have to chat about what's going on. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. did you see that guy just come in here and shoot with the guns? And he killed like 50 of them. Now we got to clean those guys? Yeah, it's just like, this is a crazy movie. But... That's uh, the world of John Wick. Well, I mean, like, and that's kind of where I I love the first one so much. It was a very, very decorative assassin. Got out. Wife dies. He gets a dog. And then jerk son of a mafia guy breaks into John Wick's house, not knowing he kills the dog. And John Wick gets revenge for disturbing his peace. Simple freaking story. I told that story in 30 seconds. This one... I don't know how to tell it. Uh, kills a guy on a throne in a desert, goes to New York. No, sorry, doesn't go to New York yet. Uh, we get the manager of the hotel and not the butler, but like the manager. Oh, no, sorry. There's a manager hotel concierge. and the dude in the front. Concierge. Thank you. And Bill Skarsgård's there and he's like, oh, you have so many minutes to evacuate and we're going to really dramatize and make really loud noises when you turn the sundial upside down. <laughs> because when the sundial goes up down, something's going to happen. We don't know what. Oh, the hotel explodes. Now the concierge is dead. What? What's as, happened? as per the code. As for the code. What code? Was it because... Uh, the code is of it the because table. The, whole- the oath that we all signed. Or, or well, what like was- that. I'm making that up, but that's... <laughs> What what did the manager break by helping John Wick in part three? His heart. No, I, uh, yeah, yes, that's what it was. It was how, the managers who were, the people who were siding with John Wick were going against the table, and the table was then going against them, drawing up all the cards that they had, uh, like the one with Kane, played by Donnie Yen, using the, um, the you know, the daughter as the dangling carrot. Right, because that's the next stop. John Wick goes to Tokyo, I believe, right? Yeah? No? Um, Osaka? He goes, he goes to Japan. He goes to Japan. He goes to, yeah, Osaka Continental. Right. I got excited, too, because I was like, oh, they're going to they're going to a hotel uh, in, in Japan, and there's swords. Oh, this is going to be cool. We're getting some Lady Snowblood in this business. I can't wait for that. It was and, really uh, cool scenes. Right. So who was there was this there's this big guy. I saw this movie a few weeks ago to prepare. Who was this guy? No, there's there's this huge big guy that he, he walks in with a bunch of his cronies. And then like the Japanese guys are like, no, you don't want to fight us, and then the cronies are all around with their guns. Who is this big guy? Big they're guy like, killed to the end. They're like the the like Russians. They're what? What the hell? They're like the tables crew, right? The tables like secret, kind of like crew going after them, right? 
Right. Something okay, like that. So yeah. Like that's the thing too is that like apparently I'm convinced that there's just assassins and gang members that live in this world. That's about it. There's no there's no schools. There's no libraries anywhere. There's no markets. It's just it's just uh, shooting ranges and and target practice and just you know gang recruitment. That's all it is. That's all it is everywhere in John Wickland. Yeah. And, so uh, yeah, so I think there's so many different gangs. Going to John Wick, this is just the you know the elite stormtroopers. Well, okay. So earlier this year, and around springtime, we reviewed Extraction Two. Is this better than Extraction Two? Is this in the same ballpark? Is this worse? Because Extraction Two is pretty crazy too, and we end up liking it. Yeah, the thing with both of them though is. Is that the heroes are superhuman, right? Like the hum, they they take a beating, and then and then they walk away. This one especially, John Wick just gets hit so many different times. Been hits by cars, jumps out of buildings, falls down stairs, gets shot a number of times, and he's able to walk away. I how's it no different than John McClane, dude? You didn't complain about that. I will always complain about John. You know how I stand about with Die Hard. Don't you even you get me started. No, you, you stand I, with Die Hard as not a Christmas movie, but you love Die Hard. I, as I, I feel that because I have to, to take that stance so annually now here, it's forced me to take a second, third, fourth look into this damn movie and now just grown to hate it because I have to say it's not a Christmas movie. It may not be a Christmas movie, but you love the first Die Hard movie. We all love the first Die Hard movie. That guy shouldn't have survived. 90% of the stuff he survived. But you're not folding your arms, but so why are you folding it, your arms here? It's, it, it's action movies in general that, that do that, right? That it's There's a level of, of fun that you can have with it to where it's just, hey, we're, we're having, it, this is dumb. Buckle up. We're just gonna be okay. dumb and having and have fun with it. And you know what? What parts of it is is when <laughs> um, it reminds me of the new Rambo, actually. When oh oh it, it, no, the excessive shooting, which I think it, it kind of makes me yeah. laugh. I, like you, you know how um, how a good example is oh, there's a part in when the the stairs, uh, or even mm-hmm. just like in the 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 uh, in Paris. Uh, at the the circle, uh, yeah, where the circle so, at the oh yes 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 yes, where uh a bad guy would get hit with something or shot, and then as John Wick is passing by him, he'd shoot him like three more times in the head just to make sure. Yeah, I always was like like that. I mean, people can't see it, but I like kind of like shrug my shoulders and shock people who were listening because it's like. That's what John Wick does. Like he clearly shoots a guy in the chest. The dude is dead or barely holding on. And when he's on the ground, every guy, John Wick has to just walk by and shoot him in the head every time. And it's just like, oh, oh, God. And it's not just like pink. It's like pink, pink. It's like, oh, oh. You know, yeah, it's like, exactly. it's like that new fatality in he Mortal Kombat him. 1 with Thanksgiving. Ugh. Um, so Bill Skarsgård's a bad villain, and the reason why he's a bad villain is because he did not kill the manager, the best friend of John Wick, which he should have, because if he would have killed 
the best friend of John Wick, then himself would have not been um, up for a duel at the end, right? Because the Skarsgård kills the concierge, but isn't it John Wick's friend, the manager of that hotel in New York, the ones that comes to Skarsgård midway through the movie and says, John Wick is challenging you to a 500-year duel. You're, yeah, you're and you have, to, and you have to do to Winston, yeah. played by Ian McShane. Yes, who I've seen in hundreds of movies. Yeah, he's been in a lot of stuff, but and yeah, yeah, uh, he is just that guy that, that moves the plot along. He's just there to kind of but explain and on. possibly be an extra body. I don't know. I'm, it's kind of shocking that they killed Lance Reddick here, but at the same part, I don't know. It was nice that we get to see him have an on death. Uh, on-screen death, excuse me. And we get to say goodbye to him. R.I.P. Lance, uh, gone too soon. I, I just, I, I think, I've, I think it's really ridiculous. And the reason why I think it's ridiculous is that who would know, right? If I'm Bill Skarsgård and the manager comes to me in, in a art gallery somewhere and says, John Wick has challenged you to a duel, I would just kill that guy right there. Uh, the code like, says that you can't. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Who are they gonna? How are they gonna know? How are they gonna know? I guess they respect him, man. Winston's uh, got some pull. He's got some respect, I guess. Doesn't matter. How are they gonna know that Bill Skarsgård killed him? There's the other part too, is that because I feel like there's been many parts in this movie where you're right, Jordan. Where it, it's like you're all in the room right there in. You could just shoot this person right now, and it'd be done. Like, yeah, just shoot him. Just shoot him in the face, and that's and that's it. I feel like it's right. you know you're right there, but their selective marksmanship is a, is kind of a bother, right? It's like I thought John Wick can pick a guy's head off from like you know 50 yards away with a pistol. Man, he's just popping guys left and right whenever he needs to. But then there are sometimes when he's you know uh, sub 10 feet. You, you know, a close proximity with a guy, and he can't hit him for crap. So what the what the hell is going on here? John Wick was supposed to be the new um, Rumble in the Bronx, Jackie Chan. Okay. The reason why I'm saying that this is not a, a fact. This is just a Jordan theory. Because if you go back and watch the first John Wick movie, he's killing people with pencils and pens and belts and like a lot of things. He kills people with guns too, but like, he was like Jackie Chan in that. You know what I mean? Just killing people, though. Like, hits them with a the fish, now they're pan-fried. <laughs> so, I, uh. I just... Yeah. So, what happened to that? You know, like, what happened to that crazy... Uh, you want to see a magic trick. Ta-da! The pencil's gone trick. You know what I mean? Like, where is that? Yeah, the, the creative kills and fight styles. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's... Yeah, it's it, crazy. He also seems like... Keanu is just getting old, man. It seems like he's just tired with every movie. <laughs> he's he, he's not looking great. And yes. I brought up to you uh off-air conversation. I was like, when did all the guys get Kevlar suit jackets? Like, shoot him in the leg. Like, yeah. is his pants Kevlar? Like, shoot him in the leg, get him down. And when he's like, oh, my leg, then shoot him in the face. I, oh, I thought there was a better name for that. But I, it, the, the better... Thing to compare it to now is the 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 Marvel and the nanotechnology. Where once they introduced it uh-huh. in one movie, now everyone suddenly has a nanotech suit, and they can just put it on and off or with the helmet on and off whenever they want. 
you know, just out of convenience. Mm-hmm. It's like, well, well, wait a minute. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah, so oh. I guess now everyone has a Kevlar suit. Now everyone, you know, has to be a headshot. R.I.P. The Marvels. I want to review that one day because it bombed. Um, <laughs> did you hear about that? I oh, I heard about it. It's this, we'll see we'll see how it goes. I want to I want to review it. It bombed. Um, so the Kevlar <laughs> thing is weird. So he's making more superhero movies than Marvel and DC combined this year. Go ahead. Sorry, distracted. At Madam Web at Madam Web February. Yeah, let's not um, talk about it. We'll talk about it off air because that's interesting. Um, but we go to Paris. Paris is where they find the penguin. I mean, the dude's the penguin, right? Uh, uh, yeah, the, and and he needs to, to kill to this guy because this guy killed uh, the dude of another of a family that John Wick needs to get sponsored by this family in order to challenge Bill Skarsgård at the table. Okay, so that's crazy. So I was trying to find that plot. Thank you. So he goes, first of all, he goes to Germany, I believe. Yes, Berlin. And to this church. He goes to Germany? Okay, okay. So he goes to Berlin, goes to this church, gets his butt handed to him. He's, he's, he's what? Uh, he has a rope around his neck, and they, they're going to have, he's tied off. So every time he yeah. struggles, they tie it, whatever. And this woman's like, bear, you know? And he's just like, I'm here to kill the penguin. And they're just like, oh, okay. Yeah, kill the penguin, and if you kill the penguin, then you will be granted access to our family, which means then you can challenge Skarsgård. That's correct. That makes no sense. Should there be like a founding fathers thing, like the table? Like, should it be like five dudes, like fat, white, like Italian dudes, and their families control We don't know it? about the table, right? Or, or did they say it's like the, the seven families or nine families or something like that? But no, I... We don't, that's part of the mystery, right? We don't know a whole lot about the table. Just know that Clancy Brown speaks for them and he's just, I'm going to keep on talking like this. Like, <clears throat> I got to find the, I got to find the voice again. I got to find the voice yeah, again. You, there you it is. Lo- it's almost there, like, oh, it's, it's gruff. The and, enemy and cannot he's... press the button if you disable his hand. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, but You're you welcome. gotta you gotta be down here, and he uh, talks and he announces. Kind of, you can feel here. You can hear his head rocking back with every word. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, um, John Wick. So you brought up in the beginning of the review about this club. Yeah, so they're in Paris. And he had to do he has to do a Texas holding game or a poker game or what some stupid card game that's gonna end ridiculous. And then also there's another character we haven't talked about, an American uh, assassin with a German shepherd. Nobody. Just, His name is nobody. Mr. Yeah, Mr. Nobody. We've seen that in Fast and Furious. Clever, right? Right, yep, right, right. And, yep, and this guy's you know no, right. Kanye West. He did look like Kanye. We well, got the fashion vibe, and and yeah, he's just mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. He definitely had the 808s on the heartbreak on that one, bud. Nice. Yeah, you like that? Um. So yeah, I mean, this is ridiculous. Like we have people straight out of Blade, just dancing, flailing their arms around, not paying attention to the death that's surrounding them. But boy, 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 when the penguin freaking like. 
knocks John Wick down how many stories onto solid concrete in the basement and there's water poured everywhere, he gets right up and kills all of them. Like, that was nuts. There's no way. Like, I didn't think John Wick was going to fall, dude. You know what I'm talking about? No, I know exactly what you're talking about. And he falls, and he has that water fall on him, dude. That water would hurt, too, man. That thing was falling like three stories. That John Wick fell. Like, John Wick never falls like that, right? I'm like, dude, the penguin just... Four times in this movie, man, from that height. It shocked me. I was like, okay, he's, he's done, but he's not done, right? And he murders the penguin. Now, again, for people who haven't seen this movie... If you've seen the Batman, Colin Farrell, that's who looks, who is the penguin. That's what this guy looks like to me. Look like so Sasha I Barrett keep on Cohen. saying, like, nice. That's you good. know, that's good. That's good. Yeah, very is. nice. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I keep on calling the penguin. I'm sorry. But anyway, John no, Wick kills the penguin. That's a fair thing. He's got, he's and, got gold, some gold teeth, though. Was that what he needed to take? He needed to take the gold tooth. That was his proof that he had killed a guy. Question. Why do what I mean, I mean, do people in this world not care about human life? Now I'm not gonna go down that rabbit hole. I'm just saying though, couldn't John Wick have just gone to the penguin and gone, Hey bud, you have a gold tooth. How about we take it down the street? You know, we give you some, we give you some nice relaxing medicine. We extract that tooth. And I'll buy you a new one as I go about my business to prove that I killed you so I can kill this. I mean, why this brouhaha? <laughs> <laughs> you know, just take the tooth. Because it's John Wick, man. Like, they're, they're enemies. They got to fight it just, out. Just, one of us is going to walk away and the other one will not. Screw the families of these men. You know, you know, oh, some yeah. of these men, some of these some of these henchmen are just dudes doing a job, just like the stormtroopers building the Death Star. They have families to come home to. It's rough, man. It's terrible. Yeah. We should make other guys, too. And it's about these kind of guys. Listen, you know, listen, it might be their own fault, though, Jordan, for, you know, taking the time out of going and getting hired by a criminal organization I they might have known, you know, maybe some alarm would have gone off in their head internally when mm. the, during orientation they are handed an automatic yeah. gun and said, hey, listen, we're going to have you post up by this door. And if anyone comes in here, you do you just shoot them. Go ahead and just, just shoot them. Open fire. See this gun we're going to give you. Here you go. You take it. Uh, we need you to. The hours are from 11 p.m. to 6 a.m., and we just need you to patrol this one little door right here. Any anyone, anyone comes near there, though, you shoot them. You shoot them, and there is no 401k. We do um, June Friday. <laughs> Hawaiian shirt Friday. You, you we have to put in a dollar for Hawaiian shirts on the Friday. Um. Yep, and then. The third Friday or the third Monday of every month, we do donuts. So we haven't even talked about a character that is so effing stupid that it, it it's so hard not to laugh at the character, but the character is so cool. And it's John Wick's slash frenemy 
who is an Asian assassin who's old, who is blind. <laughs> yeah, Kane, played by Donnie Yen. Blind. Oh, his this the best. dude. Oh, I know, I know. I got, he he's so terrible, but so awesome. This dude is like has a katana and he's walking around a kitchen and he's just scrolling through, feeling things with a katana. And he's like, oh, there's a bullet coming. Move to the left. Like he has some cool gadgets, right? Where he had like some like doorbells, like wireless yeah, doorbells. There's, there's like people motion sensor doorbells. It is set up so... and when the bad guys went past it. It would, you know, he'd hear the, the doorbell and he'd know where they were at. He would shoot them. That's just so stupid. It was it's so uh, cool, but so stupid. Yeah, I, I'm with you. It was. <laughs> whatever, Wasn't that some paraplegic assassin? Like I might not have no but legs, thing, but I know how to shoot again. Get, was playing it like Ken Jeong from Hangover, man. That's what yeah. he, he looked like him too, and, and he was just kind of doing yeah. almost like a drunken master type of thing. He 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 was having fun, man. Oh yeah, I, I really to go back. I really enjoyed his little fight with the fancy library or whatever in the in the Japanese club. Yeah, with John Wick, like that was crazy. He's back here against the Penguin and Perry. Like, is this crazy? And then we get the scene, right? We get the scene. So here I am. I'm I'm kind of tired. Do you remember when you saw uh, the Dark Knight in 2008 for the first time? Right. I don't know if you remember. You can go back this far about how you actually felt. Uh, for anybody who's listening, but um, in the scene where the semi gets turned over after the chase and uh, Joker gets caught, right? Yeah. And you have like five seconds of breathing time and you get the very infamous interrogation scene, right? I'm tired from after when the semi turns over in the dark night, right? I'm done. A uh, traditional Batman movie will end at this point. You know what I mean? But we still got an hour to go at that point of the movie, right? This brought me back to that because John Wick walks up these stairs and there's Skarsgård and there's Quincy and they're just like, Quincy's like, all right, we're going to do a duel. Clancy, sorry, not Quincy. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, Clancy. All right, we're going to do a duel. We're going to do a duel. Let's come up with the rules, you know, kind of like Anchorman style. No touching the hair or face. As per the code of the table. Right. And they're like pistols, you know, and. Where are we going to do this? Where At the, dawn. What time of day? Right. And Location. I'm like, oh. So this is the this is the semi-turning over scene, Dark Knight for me. I'm just like, oh, great. They're going to grab pistol. Nothing's going to happen, right? They're going to say, okay, this is the this is the deal. John Wick's going to go home and nurse his wounds, and we're going to get the duel. No. I pause it because this is what on stars. I pause it. We got 40-some minutes left. They turn over cards right? too for the, on that table, the numbers to see, like, you know, in a game of war with cards. Yeah. No, was there? I don't remember seeing that. Was there really? <laughs> okay. Yeah, well, no, when they were picking uh, the table, picking the, the time and the it place. Was like, the, it was like the tarot method. cards. Well, because, you know, Jordan, because the, the king would go swords and Jumbo could go pistols. And then they'd turn over the cards and whichever one had the higher number would, would win. That's okay, yeah. That's so stupid. Either way, it doesn't it doesn't make that scene any any better. Dude, we still got 30 40 minutes left, don't we? Yeah, oh like, my god. It's, 
I this is where I'm just like, what the hell? So they they meet are supposed to meet at dawn, but it mm-hmm. but before then the contract keeps on going up, and it's up to like a very high amount. Of, like we're getting up to like thirty five, forty million dollars now, and so John Wick mm-hmm. can't even you know he's gonna have to do a whole lot of killing if he wants to go ahead and kill that one guy. So he needs to well, be- you know get from wherever he is. Well, because the rule states to John Wick that if you don't show up uh, at dawn, no matter what, if you don't show up, then we're all going to come after you. You're screwed. Yeah, then you forfeit. And yeah, so he's right. Yeah. You so yeah. so we get you know some 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 little talky scenes happen, right? But then we get John Wick at the bottom of these these stairs on a hill that don't exist. Like it remind it like it's like the Rocky stairs in Philadelphia times a hundred. Like it's ridiculous. And boy, do they use every inch of these stairs. I mean, these guys are getting hit and the, and the sound design, you hear every bone and every bruise that happens when a guy falls down these stairs, just rolls, and they get right back up. <laughs> they just come oh after him again. God, because there's landings right in these. There's for every like twenty yeah, steps, there's like, there's like yeah. a landing, and and <laughs> he's going over the landings. Oh, it's ridiculous. I mean, like you, these guys are falling hard, and John Wick. Like there was a scene where I was like, like I actually got relief, right? Like John Wick made it to the top. And I, I felt myself going, oh, boy. And then that big Russian bodyguard guy comes and knocks his ass all the way oh back God. down again. I'm just like, oh, wow. Holy and, God. And then Kane shows up somehow climbing upstairs, blind as a bat, <laughs> dodging bullets. I'm having fun. You can tell at this point, Dude, right? Kane this is saved just like this movie. He really did. Oh like, God! Yeah, I was having fun with it too. Just again, when you are able to shift that gear in a movie and just, and just tell the audience, "Be listen, just just sit tight. We're gonna have some fun, okay? Right. Let's just right. break through that wall and just and let's just go there." And mm-hmm. I'm on board after a while. So, okay, this is just give me more of this, less of this talky stuff, and just give me more of this dumb stuff. And boy, we, I don't know what part it was, but there was a moment which I, Jordan, it was the best part of the movie. It was hands down the best part of the movie. The top down action sequence. Do you know what I'm talking well, about? No. Uh, when they're on the stairs? There's a part when. Uh, it's John Wick trying to get to the dawn meeting point. Okay. And, okay. Yeah. Uh, there's guys with a bunch of shotguns and the dragon's breath ammo uh, are chasing after him. And there's a moment, uh, an action sequence where you are the camera on the ceiling. You are top down and you. Oh yeah. Yeah, dude. Um, sorry to interrupt. It was like a game, dude. Yeah. It was like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That was cool. And, and it would just travel from room to room, and you can just see like kind of the divide in the wall separating the room, but you can see what's going on in you know uh, from four different rooms because it's so high up, right? So you can kind of get the two rooms, and then like yeah. the, the you know the half rooms that they connect to. You can just see everything, all the movement. You can see him blasting with the dragon's breath because obviously he's just like flame throwing and 
hitting the target. It that was really cool because it, it, that one kept on going too, and that was just a really cool sequence. Really cool. I felt bad for all the henchmen because some guys would get hit by the dragon's breath uh, shotgun. What it is for people I was in the movie, just imagine as soon as the shotgun shells hit you, you burst into flames. Um, like some guys, they would get hit so good that they're automatically dead when they hit the ground and their bodies catch fire and there's no reaction. But there's other guys that get hit in the leg and their whole body would be engulfed and they're running around screaming to death. <laughs> just like brutal. Yeah. I mean, jeez. And this is where he has to fight Kane. And then also nobody, the guy's name, as well on top of that. That reminded me of that controversial band video game. Remember that one? It looked just like it. You I know what I'm talking about? Uh, possibly. It's this, it's, this, it's this game where you're a serial killer in a trench coat, and it's a drop-down game where you just, just literally go around oh, killing people. It's no black and white, the game? Yeah. I, yeah. Yeah, I think I know you're talking about it. I don't know what it's called. It looks just like that. Like that sequence was cool. Which sequence is cooler? The stairs or this drop down one? This drop down one was pretty cool. It was staged pretty good, wasn't it? Yeah, I, I like the stairs, don't get me wrong, but I I think this drop down one was, was there was just a lot of you know what I mean? Like the there's just a lot of uh what is it choreography for it. there's just Everyone working together to to make sure it works because it, yeah, I, I think it was just a really cool. It was scene. good. It was a cool, cool scene. So this is where I get mad, right? Where I go, oh BS. John Wick gets to where he needs to be at dawn at this, you know, gravel, stone, grass, you know, like oh, a gentleman's death, and Skarsgård's not even shooting him. It's his buddy Kane. Did I miss something? Yeah, I did a. Trial by combat. He and he named a different champion. So I thought he challenged Skarsgård to death, not his friend. He said challenge Skarsgård to a, a duel, and right, Skarsgård is like, yeah, I accept, but on my behalf, uh, Kane is going to fight for me. You can do that. That's 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 crap. Because I didn't get that part. I didn't hear that part, or I don't know what happened because. When he gets to the duel at the end, I'm like, oh, my God, okay, Skarsgård's got to have no chance, right? Just one shot, walk away, explosion for no reason, credits, right? Like, that's what's going to happen. And it's like, no, Kane's in his spot. But somehow Kane and uh, John Wick have talked about this, and they are going to shoot each other. Dude, the funniest (sighs) moment of the movie happens at this point, too. Do you know what I'm talking about when... Skarsgård goes up to Kane and says, remember your daughter? Yeah. <laughs> and he goes, F off. F off. You... Oh, I don't want to. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. F bomb it, but just his yeah, timing I mean, like, on it was perfect. Donnie and his. He, got... was, he... <laughs> so... he was funny. Yeah, community. So their plan was what? So their plan was to shoot each other and then Skarsgård get the gun attempt to shoot wick but since the gun didn't fire then he can shoot him that that was the plan yes i, I no? think it was just one of those where he was gloating under his you know you know with his own pride and just overflowing mm-hmm. and he's saw a moment of weakness with john down being hit 
with a couple bullets there, you know, a little uh, kind of tease at the start there, but ultimately taking a hit. And he's like, all right, well, I had a bullet here. I'll just, I'll take the shot. So I can say that it was me and, and then shit fulfilled. And yeah, didn't notice that John Wick didn't shoot his gun. Whoa. 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 Holy. Whoa. Uh, twist, I guess. if you. <laughs> and they shoot him right in the face. I got to tell you, though. shoots him in the face, yeah. John Wick shoots Skarsgård in the face. Skarsgård, yeah. Um, these guys are champs. I've never been shot. I don't think you've ever been shot. I think I would be a whiny little bee. You know, like, oh, God! Oh! <laughs> you know, Marcus, like, is that his name in this movie? These, these guys, these guys. And, then, and, the, and, the, and doesn't Kane kill himself? Marcus. Or doesn't, doesn't Kane get... Kane dies, does he not? Kane does not. Kane walks off. Kane walks off. Stage left. Oh, I thought he. Oh, okay. All right. Movie ends, and I'm feeling tired. I'm feeling anxious. A little sleepy. You know, just like, wow. Okay. Well, Here we John, are. Then John Wick dies. No, he doesn't. He dies, and he gets buried. And no, Lawrence Fishburne and Winston stand over his grave, and they say some dumb stuff, right? Just like, do you, where do you think he is, heaven or hell? Now, who knows? <laughs> <laughs> Until part five comes, where you know, <laughs> there's gonna be a part five. You think so? You know, I don't think so. Did you see so. the post-credit so. scene in this movie? No, I didn't. There's a post-credit scene. <laughs> I never do. There's there's, there's, there's a post-credit. Because I'm done with the movie, I'm done with the movie. Like, stop giving me post-credits. There is what, a post-credit. The, the post-credit is is Kane with flowers going to see his daughter. And he's walking okay. in public. And as he's walking, uh, Akira, the daughter of the um, Osaka Hotel... Yeah, 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 yeah. Whose dad died? Yes, yes, yes. Dad died. Uh, she has her hood up and she's walking at him with a knife, uh, aimed to assassinate him. And but, mm -hmm. but that's all we see. Then it stops right there. So I guess right. It, so it's a cliffhanger. That's going to be a, a kill off camera. Um, all right. Popcorn ratings. Um, is this a small or is this a medium? Not a large. Um, it's like a niche movie, though, right? I, I mean, it's this is a, a isn't a surprise to anybody. You know what you're getting with John Wick Four. Like, who who's going in cold for right. this movie? Who's <laughs> girlfriends who are forced yeah, to go it, see it from from right? The boyfriends dragging yeah, it. Come on, girl! I love you. I saw that thing with you. It's like Jack Slater Four, right? <laughs> That's what this is. This is Jack Slater for. Yeah, basically, it's just. I, this is a small. It's, it's a small bag. It's a small bag of popcorn. I, I mean, like you were saying it off air a few days to prepare for this. You were saying it a few times here. Keanu Reeves is not good in this movie. Um, he, I'm, he's not good. He's flat. Like it, it's funny because he has this beard. He has this walk. This limp. 
he he's he he does a lot of this training and stunts himself that's great but for some reason man that voice he just, he just looks like a retired surfer that's trying too hard um the other actors are really really fun and Kane had a great time i don't know man like it's not a no bag and it's it's not immediate it's small for me are you going to be on that same page or you're going to go medium i i was wondering because at the same part like as much as I and like I'm dogging on this movie, where I'm just like, like what the you know, just just kind of asking questions out loud as I watch this movie, just as I would like Fast and Furious and how ridiculous and kind of silly and stuff is, so just like we did with Meg Two, uh, just dogging on it. Uh, we destroyed Meg Two. It this movie has the one thing going for it, and that's just these awesome, awesome ass action sequences. And and boy, do they give you a lot of them! It and boy, do they keep going! They just keep going, and it's pretty mm-hmm. cool. Sometimes, a lot of times, it's really stump, uh, dumb, and it's just like, uh, all right, I I guess we're doing this now. Um, <laughs> whether it be kind of in the middle of the traffic, or yeah, just going back to the nightclub. But I I mean, it's it's all it's all fun. Like John Wick keeps on going. Like holy. Guy can I be knocked down? So you're giving a medium then? Oh, I don't like. Do I want to? That's a tough one. Because I wouldn't recommend this movie to anybody who didn't. I mean, think... I give it a small because it's not great. It's not. I I would give it a, a a small too, just because. Just yeah, you know what this is. Like I I enjoy it. I enjoyed this movie, small with some butter, but I'm not. You know, I'm not going to buy it on Blu-ray. I'm not going to watch it again anytime soon. It's not going to be one where, you know, the kid grows up and it's just like, hey, you you got to watch this. It's like, I, I, this is, you know, this is, uh, like okay, what's a good realm of, like, those movies where it, they're fun because they're meant to be talked through, like, just a, to chatter through, like. Something like this, right? I mean, this is like a Mystery Science Theater 3000 type of movie where... Yeah, yeah, like your Mission Impossible movies, maybe. Where I think it's better if you watch it with a group of people and you just kind of laugh at how ridiculous it can be sometimes. I'm sure there is a group of people, unfortunately, uh, who take this movie very seriously, you know, and they... So he's the greatest movie ever, man. The way his gun discipline, the way, and just really go off on some stuff. But it's like this movie's silly. <laughs> this is it's this meant is meant to it, be right. I don't know if it's meant to be. This is how about this? This is gonna piss off a lot of our uh, listeners. This is this is the same category as Top Gun Two. Eric and I get it. We think some things are fun. But just because it's based in realism doesn't mean it's great. How about that? Right? Yeah. I mean, that's this is this is Top Gun two all over again. Yeah, that's a no, no, no. I I, I see what you mean. I mean, there's a there's a general audience for it. Yeah, no, yeah, because I know a, I used to work with a lot of guys like you see Top Gun two, greatest movie ever. And I was like, all right, Gen X, you know, same guys. Same guys that love the yeah, Oscar. Yeah, this is the same guys, right? You know, this year has been Extraction Two, and this has been these guys' top movies. So 
I, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. I will probably seek it out again when I'm bored because boy, do I watch the beginning of John Wick three when he beats the giant to death in a library. I watch that scene time and time again. Um, but thank you to everybody so much for listening to this most recent episode of movie guys podcast. We're getting close to the holiday season. I can't wait for the holidays. <laughs> you like my little, <laughs> being goofy anyway. Serious man. Go ahead. I couldn't. Oh, good help myself. <laughs> <laughs> I know that you got it though. <laughs> you know what you said. I know what I said. Anyway, thank you <laughs> Thank you everybody so much for listening to this most recent episode of Movie Guys Podcast. We'll be back next Thursday, like always, for another awesome episode. Check us out at movieguyspodcast.com or wherever you get your podcast from. Thank you and Eric. We'll talk to you again next Thursday. Have a good night. Your text was, got the okay for seven, right? Yes, got the okay for seven. So my phone is sitting like in this little cubby, like where the car, right? In the middle of the car, in the cubby. And she's sitting next to me and Riley's in the back. And we ordered our food on the app. And we're just waiting at curbside number three to get the McRib. You you text me and I pick up the phone and Jane goes, who's that? And I go, oh, it's Eric. Let's see what the text is. Oh, okay. That was it. That was me. Reading, okay, right? She says, what does it say? And I go, oh, that he got the okay for seven. And she went, what? <laughs> and I go, what? She goes, oh, no. What do you mean? And she was like, ah. and I was like, oh, Gina, you made me apologize. And she goes, well, don't tell him. Bless her heart. Thank you for your concern, Gina. It was you like that one though. That's that's true. That's so true. I deserved it. Are you kidding me? That got the okay for seven. Was, I, right. I, listen, I know what it sounds like. I know what it sounds like. I hope you know for the record that it was not like that. It's not supposed to be like that. I'm just doing it out of concern because you know, we try to put the baby down at a certain time. I'm trying to be a good millennial father, just like the headline said that I would be.